Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Alan here. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. We have a very special guest today. I have been looking forward to this conversation for a while. Uh, we're chatting with Lisa Guerrera about her brand new book, Warrior, and investigative journalist, actor, correspondent, sports journalist. First of all, thank you for your time. I'm very excited. This book is phenomenal. The question I would ask is what part of your life do people connect with you the most I because you've done so many wonderful things throughout the trajectory of your career first of all thank you for having me Brad um that's a great question and the answer is it depends on where you saw me first on television so for a lot of men that are sports fans they remember me from Monday Night Football or Best Damn Sports Show period on Fox Sports Net or if they're West Coast-based, maybe Southern California Sports Report or CBS2 or Fox 11 in Los Angeles. So if you're a man, and I'm making a huge generalization. No, I get it. You're um, perfectly fine. (laughs) You know, a lot of men have seen me first in sports. Now, soap opera fans remember me as the evil Francesca Vargas from Sunset (laughs) Beach, which is Aaron Spelling's soap opera on NBC. And that was an amazing experience, by the way, which I write about in Warrior. Um, But if you are an Inside Edition fan, of course, you know me as the person that chases bad guys uh, as the chief investigative correspondent for the show. And I've been with, with Inside Edition for the last 17 years, Brett. And I've done over 600 investigations. So especially young people, young people know me as the Wonder Woman chasing down bad guys on Inside Edition. Yes. Well, I would probably connect with you on all of the things that you mentioned, because I Inside Edition specifically, and we can get to that here towards the end, but I do want to talk about this book because it's very poignant and very important for today. I've read it. And for those who have not, I highly recommend it. We'll make sure we put a link to it so people can connect to your website and get a copy of it. It's very smartly written and you give us a bird's eye view of your career, all the things that you've mentioned, and you cover a lot of topics. It's it's quite remarkable to cover a lot in a book. I, I find that part just so fascinating 
But my question would be, when you sit down to write this, how do you decide where to begin? Obviously, the main message is, is bravery and talking about the challenges that you faced throughout your career. But how do you know where to start and what to cover? Because my career has had so many changes and uh, my career path isn't like this. Right. It's more like this. Right. And so the, you know, I think the first initial impulse I had was to write it in chronological order. But what I did is to first start at one of the most important stories I had ever done, because I wanted people to be brought into what I do today and the importance of investigative journalism. So I wanted to kind of set the table first with who I am now. And then in the second chapter, I went back and started talking about my childhood. And then you can follow the crazy trajectory of my life after that. But I, you know, I, I struggled with this. And I also thought, okay, if I'm going to start with Inside Edition, which of the stories do I start with? Because there have been so many incredible experiences I've had as an investigative correspondent. But I thought Justice for Juliet which is the story where I helped track down a cold case killer. Mm. He's now facing 80 years to life in prison because partly because of of my investigation. Um, I thought that was an important place to start to kind of show you the importance of, of, you know, accountability journalism and where I have, you know, been able to climb to in my life, in my career. And then we go back and we have some fun and we talk about how I got there. Yes. And that was one of the things that I appreciated about it is that you did as a, I've never written a book, but read a lot of books, spoken to a lot of authors. And I always find that process fascinating because there's so much that you want to cover and can cover, but then have to decide, well, how can I do this in a way that is honest and transparent? And also to a point sort of gives fan service a little bit to your, to people who know who you are and follow you. Because they're like, oh, I really hope she talks about this. And I really hope she talks about that. And you did all of that, which I think is really cool. Thank you. I, you know, I, I joke to people that the book could have been 600 pages long. Yeah. <laughs> I had so much to write about and so many stories that didn't make the book. Um, but what what I really tried to do with the help of my collaborator, Irene Zutel, was to really focus on the story arc the growth of me as a human being, uh, the growth of me as a brave warrior. Uh, The title warrior is actually Guerrero, my last name, Guerrero. It means warrior in Spanish. And when I was a little girl, uh, my mother pulled me aside before she passed away of lymphoma. She was 29 years old. I was eight. She was a Chilean immigrant. And she wanted me to know that my last name, Guerrero, means warrior and that I was born to fight. So the entire book, the story arc of my book, always goes back to that premise. How am I growing as a human being? Have I discovered what it means to be a warrior? Have I paid homage to my mother and my heritage? And finally, at the end of the book, I think, uh, you know, as as somebody who's read it, I think that I achieved that goal of, of getting the reader to come along on this journey with me to see if I ever did inherit the name that I'm so proud of, Guerrero, warrior. I would say yes. And I and I do mean that having read the book and have been following your career. Now, I'm very curious because I'm certain when 
these types of books get written, it resonates with a specific audience. And again, not generalizing male versus female, but I'm very curious what the response has been from both camps as far as what people have to say. Wow. Okay. Great question. The book has not been out very long right? and I have been overwhelmed, overwhelmed by the response. And maybe a lot of writers say that, I don't know, this is my memoir. This is my book. Um, but I will tell you this, I was hoping that people would relate, um, especially women to a lot of the kind of misogyny in the workplace that I faced or kids maybe relating to, you know, an awkward kid trying to stand up for herself and her little brother, or, you know, those stories behind the scenes in sports, maybe some men would like those stories. I I didn't write to a specific audience because I just wanted to tell the truth about my life. What I have now discovered is that it hits an enormous amount of people, so many different people, men, women, young people, older people, dads, daughters, moms, so many people have reached out saying, this resonates with me. Thank you for writing this book. And because I've had international press, um, I'm having people from Zimbabwe Ireland, Portugal, Brazil, uh, Argentina, Mexico, Canada. It's just, I cannot begin to describe how gratifying it feels to have written such a difficult book. And this has taken me years to write. And I, you know, some people say that writing a memoir is like picking a scab. Well, mine was like taking an ice pick to a scar. Wow. It was extremely traumatic to write. And it was worth it because now I see how much people wanted to read these words and wanted to relate to somebody who's gone through some of these traumatic experiences that they have. So it's really opening up a discussion and a dialogue about mental health, misogyny, verbal abuse in the workplace, overcoming challenges, um, all of these different things I talk about. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm blown away by the response. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to be honest, I was a little bit jealous when talking to our mutual friend, Randy, and he's like, oh, I've had Lisa on before. She's coming back again. And I'm like, damn it. Pardon my French. I'm like, I want to talk to her because I, having read the book and being a single dad and having gone through divorce and a lot of things, verbal abuse as a child, you know, I, I relate to the book very much so. And it's, it just, it's a spectacular thing. I really think, and it does create conversations, which I think is important. Um, especially someone like yourself, who is, is a public figure and, and had dealt with these things and now is putting it out there, uh, in the wake of the past events, like me too, and those things, and, and just the unraveling, so to speak of the industry, uh, and really being able to continue on the message so why now i mean obviously you have to think about things present them and go through the process of writing but why now versus say a couple years ago when things were hot on this topic i mean the timing is always perfect for everything i think yeah um first of all i started to write this years ago and i couldn't get my head around how do i end it Okay. Right. It's one thing to write your story, but what's the point? What's the message? How do you end it? What's the final chapter? And 
As I was scrolling through comments on YouTube underneath my investigations, I started to realize how many young people were making comments like, she looks like Wonder Woman. She chases bad guys. She's so brave. How can I be brave? You know, I'm being bullied in school. My dad beats up my mom. I want to stand up for my mom. Um, I started reading these really honest, authentic, heartbreaking comments from teenagers. And I just wept. And I thought, okay, now I know what the point of my book is. I, I want to leave behind some guideposts for everybody, not just kids, men, women, everybody about how to be more brave. And please take the mistakes I made in my life and learn from them so that by the time you're 58, like I am, you have already learned these lessons because somebody like me told you, please don't do what I did. A lot of people write memoirs and they say, look at my fabulous life. I have no regrets. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not the book I wrote. I wrote, yeah. oh my gosh, I have lots of regrets. Look at my messy life. Yes, it's been incredible and I've had fantastic experiences, but I've also paid the price. So um, that's why I wrote the book now. I finally figured out what the point of the book was. And honestly, if people are going to spend 28 bucks for a hardcover book, I want them to get their money's worth. I don't want to write a fluffy piece of, you know, humor essays. Right. I Which want you could people have. to really, <laughs> I could have. And, and in fact, that's, I considered that years ago, but at the end of the day, money is tight with people. Time is precious. If you're going to read my book, I want you to come away with something, something substantial. I want you to think about things. And I want you to say that was money well spent. And that was time well spent. I love it. Yeah. We recently had Sharon Gless on and she has written a book too. It's entitled, apparently there were complaints, which she discusses her struggle with drug and alcoholism in the industry, the abuse. So I think the timing is perfect to talk to you about this because I, I love your honesty too, in the sense of it's, it's not just this, but I also want people to feel like they're satisfied financially, which I appreciate. Um, it was a great book. Well, I want to switch gears here and talk about your career for just a couple of minutes in the light of Inside Edition, your investigative reporting, and just journalism in general. In the time and age now with podcasting and streaming and all of these different outlets now for media, I'm very curious. Clearly, the industry has changed from when you started to now, but I would love to hear your thoughts on this as far as the accessibility people have now for journalism, so to speak. And that's a big, broad stroke, but podcasting and, and YouTubing and all of these things, how things have changed in your perspective, either for the better or perhaps maybe what could be better now, if that makes sense. It's a, it's a two-pronged question. Yeah. I think one of the best things that we're seeing in terms of the um, kind of uh the improvements in tech, the improvements in communication um, is the fact that every single person or most people have the ability to be citizen journalists. Most of us have a cell phone and most of us have a cell phone camera and video capability. So if we're out in the world and we see wrongdoing, we can actually tape it. Then we can post it. 
we all have our own platforms via social media where we can share important information. Of course, that's, as you say, it's two-pronged. That power can also be used for evil, right? People can yeah. get online and be toxic and, um, and really uh, be small and target people. And, uh, you know, that, that is, that's the, the polar opposite of what I'm talking about. We have the power to shine a light on wrongdoing. We have the power to do shout outs when people did something great in our lives. For example, the other day, my uh, tire light went on in my car and I thought, uh Oh, one of my tires is getting low. I better pull over. It was a Saturday. I pulled over to a local body shop and there was a kid there overwhelmed five or six different customers around him and no other employees. And this kid was, uh, I mean, he was amazing. He was running around doing this, doing that. He came and helped me. I said, how much do I owe you? Nothing, nothing, no problem at all. And he moves on. I'm like, wait, what's your name? Mike. Okay, Mike. Well, I went home and I went on my Twitter feed and I have a pretty good presence there. And I did a shout out to his business. I said what his name was. I told you know his, his bosses how great he was. That is also part of the power we can be using on social media, not just to be Karen and, you know, (laughs) somehow marginalizing people and ripping people. It can be used for good. And so, um, you know, technology is great. Technology is a huge, huge bonus in what I do. I use investigative reporting uh, uh, tools Uh, on my computer, you know, there are different apps I can use to get background on people to do research, um, to connect with courthouses to get documents to connect with my producers to get uh, research material. So, you know, I use my phone as as, you know, as a form of, you know, a tool that helps me do my job better. But I do see that a lot of people use their platforms to hurt others. Part of the reason I wrote the book is I want people to know that there are consequences to bullying. There are consequences to toxic language and toxic behavior and uh, criticism and unfair criticism, which I think I endured when I was a sportscaster. Mm -hmm. I absorbed that negativity like a sponge back then. I don't anymore. But part of the reason I wrote Warrior is I want people to know how brutal it is for somebody on the receiving end of bullying of any kind. I love it. Well, congratulations on the book and of course, all your success inside edition and all the wonderful things. The title is warrior and my path to being brave. It's available. Now we will make sure everybody has a link to purchase the book. Thank you, Lisa, for your time. It was a true pleasure and really a dream. Uh, to chat with you. I I appreciate your time and your transparency. Thank you so much, Brett. So nice to meet you. Likewise. Thank you.